Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Volume. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome in. Uh, it's Monday, y'all. It is Monday, uh, May 22nd. Summer is here. And uh, Snaps is back for another week of giving you daily college football takes. Uh, what's up, everybody? Chad, Thomas, Greg, Bilbo, Andy, what's happening? Y'all glad everybody back. You know uh, we miss you always. Glad to be back here live. Um uh, this is our first post snip snaps as um, I am recovering from my own vasectomy. Uh, I'm only leading with this because it's been a theme of the show kind of since the very beginning as uh, most, both me and Aaron now have completed what has to be um, the first ever case. Think about this, Aaron, all the human yeah. beings that have ever lived ever, we could potentially be the first ever two human beings to both get vasectomies while hosting a daily college football podcast. Okay. Not to pat ourselves on the scrotum too hard, but uh, I'm proud of it. <laughs> definitely you, not know? too hard. De de no, definitely want today. to be very gentle. If, if, if I know how you are feeling at the moment, which, you know, mine was about two months ago. So I do know how you're feeling at the moment. Uh, be very, oh. very gentle when you, when you uh, gently pat Ooh. your scrotum there. Um, how are we doing though? Like you, you, are we nice and swollen and bruised? How are we feeling? Are we walking yet? How's it going? Well, Swe swelling's not bad. Yeah, pretty much walking. I mean, I was getting back okay. to doing kind of normal things around the house yesterday. I feel very out of it, but that's probably due more to the like pain pills over the weekend. And I ended up just taking a ton of Tylenol PM. Like for all the dreams that I had of like watching all this content, I was just kind of like hurting. I was like, you know, it's going to, I'm just going to sleep. And so that, that's what I mainly ended up doing is actually kind of incredible. But but I have some sort of weird brain fog. Somebody maybe said I have too much backup 
in me earlier and it's like clouding my brain, which definitely could be the case because, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a rough Seaman week for your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they were saying that, like, I'm so backed up now that it's literally leaking into my brain. And the only reason I bring that up is because that's like it's kind of like how I feel today. Like my brain, uh, my brain fog is just out of control. So I, I'm just calling it. If, if, if I'm called the blanks podcast as credit, yeah. uh, what's so up to you, Claire? Much love to you as well. Um, yeah. So if, if whatever, I guess this is all just to say, like, if I feel a little out of it today, that's why I apologize. You do have a lot to get to today. Real quick, real quick, real quick, Aaron, I don't know about you, but I found this to be the single funniest part about getting a vasectomy. And, um, it is simply the feeling of, first off, it's all very weird. Like, you know, having, yes. um, whoever the nurse is come in there, just handle you and like prep your nuts for surgery while y'all are making you general about, conversation. I didn't get any of this. Did you, did you really get a nurse prepping? Cause I didn't get, mine was, the I mean, doctor. she, came in there, she, yeah, the no, she literally just went to work. No, she oh, set the scene you. for the doctor. She like placed me back and put like towels all around. And so it was like, just my sack was left like showing, I guess. I don't know, dude. <laughs> and the whole time we're like making, I'm like making jokes cause I feel uncomfortable. That's how I deal with weird situations. And then, uh, so whatever, then you get numbed and like, you don't feel anything. And, and the process isn't great. The doctor, hey, it's kind of cold here in Bender's today. Oh. Uh, yeah, look, man, it was, you know, the office was, I'm nervous. Okay. Why does the statue of David? Why why do people try to clown David? Well, did you know that that statue's from right before he fought Goliath? Okay, and anatomically, when the adrenaline's going, sometimes you know some drinkage happens. Dude, what are you supposed to do, dude? But uh, but like so whatever. So my doctor, though, I got to give him credit. Excellent bedside manner. He's a former LSU football player. We're just chatting it up the whole time. Uh, like because again, that, that, that's interesting. Well, the the uh, the what you call it the. Um, uh, what they 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 gave you the, the Valium? They gave me some sort of anti-anxiety thing, right, to take beforehand. So I was just really like laughing at everything. But uh, but then what really had me cracking up is when I got done. Right, it's rare to go something where you're completely numbed up and it's technically a surgery, but then they're just like, "All right, bye," and you just walk out. Right, and so I'm on the second floor, and it's like I can't feel my generals because they're numb but i know they hurt like i know they are bruised right and i've got these thick thighs and so if i'm just walking north those things are just going to be getting all crushed and like around so i know i have to be careful even though i can't feel anything and so i walk out of the urologist office hitting this like super slow cowboy walk <laughs> spread about six feet and i look like a creeper and i'm like every guy that walks in here for a consultation has literally seen me leave like a castrated dog and i was just dying laughing that everybody knew exactly and you know okay and, and this is where the story takes a, a dark turn because and i said on my show this morning but you know what it reminds me of aaron i grew up um May, mainly in atlanta right even though all my family's from like either country louisiana up north or super occasionally and down south I was always like a city boy, right? But I was always desperate to yeah. prove to my family that I was a tough, like, not city boy. So one time my uncle had me um, help him castrate about five goats that he had. And what I had to do, I was 10 years old. I had to sit on them and I had to hold their horns while he took a straight razor and just cut their testicles open, cut oh. them off, straight disinfect it, and sit them on their way. 
And and I would look these things in the eyes as this was going on, and they'd be freaking out. And when goats yell, they yell like like ah, like they kind of sound like humans. It's really weird. Um, but I will never forget how gingerly those goats were walking afterwards. And I felt like one of those goats walking down the uh, you know walking out to the sitting room uh, to go get picked up by my wife. So I I don't know that just that just made me uh, that made me laugh very hard first off very, you're soft having to take volume and two it, it does you remind me of the guy no i just jumped in there doctor said came in there and just went to work he what? numbed the cojones and and just slid open made it happen and went on my merry way and i drove home afterwards bro i was borderline freaking out up. when i hit the table i was borderline freaking out when i hit the table dude i i, I don't know See, like, at least you at least you had me ahead of you who just did it true true who was a smooth operation and all fine and didn't take the volume and, and you know you had that i didn't have anything before me I, everything i had before me was like all you know worried of hey i ran two weeks later and i felt like my nuts were falling off like all horror stories essentially <laughs> so you should have just oh, sucked no. it up gone there got it over with and driven yourself home hell but, no dude this we gotta understand me um i recognize the dangers of pharmaceutical drugs right and i do not mean to be flipping about it because you have to be careful with this stuff but if the option is ever do you want these pharmaceutical drugs i am never saying no i like i i don't think that i'm that crazy for that i think there's a lot of people in that boat we're not yeah. looking to abuse anything but if I'm going to get my nuts cut, if you're telling me I can feel pretty happy off of a, you know, a Valium or whatever for a while, like, yeah, I'm going to do it, dude. Okay. And, uh, and I don't regret a thing, even though, um, oh, I did start watching Succession as well again. So I left, I, I decided to leave my wife behind. Uh, all right. Sorry. I look, I had to get that off my head. Top of mind. It brings closure to the show. The Snap Boys are now snipped. I apologize for spending so much time on that um do you want to talk about another uh snipping i don't know i don't know let's just you know what there's no easy transition here we're gonna dive right in kevin warren now president oh. of the chicago bears in the nfl uh has you know like like we said man i think a couple months back talking about him when he left the big 10 uh he really orchestrated quite the comeback right during covid yep. Everybody was kind of mm -hmm. against Kevin Warren. He kind of read the the room wrong, thought he was going to make a big move, ended up kind of blowing up his face. He was kind of left for dead. And then he got to work, and he negotiated the biggest college football television contract that we have ever seen, one superior even to that ESPN gave the SEC. And then he pieced out, and he looked like he was a conquering champion on the way out. Well... We now have an interesting story from Pete Thamel on ESPN.com that shows you that maybe Warren's deal was a little less finalized than um, mm -hmm. than originally thought. And and here's what I'll say: this subject matter, as we're going to see, it's a little dense, y'all. But there are a few broad highlights that I think you want to understand here, and that's a that 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 deal that Warren struck um is supposed to average about a billion dollars annually and right now um there's about 70 million dollars that, that's kind of up in flux and there's some ownership rights issues which are weird and 
Warren made a lot of these deals without consulting the schools, and he made a lot of deals without consulting the coaches. And so all of a sudden, uh, you kind of have a bit of a Kevin Warren magic act, Aaron, where he presented you almost like a, not like a full house of cards, right? But he put together yeah. the kind of rough details of a deal, and then he pieced out. And he said, look, I'm the visionary. Now y'all go program, right? He's Steve Jobs. Yeah. You go Wozniak at Petiti, and you, you try to come get it right. Yeah, you, you figure out kind of what I left you. Um, we all thought it was – it's still at the end of the day, it's still going to be an amazing deal for the Big Ten. Like, let's not go crazy. Losing $70 million of a billion-dollar deal, that's still very lucrative for for every school in that conference. So I'm not – I don't think anyone's boohooing. I just think people were and are a little bit upset with the lack of communication. You see guys in this article like Ryan Day or Tom Izzo, the, the head basketball coach at Michigan State, kind of saying like, hey, a lot of this stuff was put together – and yes, coaches are kind of the last ones to know, but really we had no idea what was going on behind closed doors. We're just kind of sitting back saying, okay, 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 or what the hell? Why aren't we talking about this? We don't want uh, a lot of our basketball games only be on a streaming service. Ryan Day saying, hey, we really don't want to, and there's a clause in our current contract to be playing nighttime games. Like if, if it's a good for the contract and the conference, maybe we can schedule one or two of them, but you know, we want to make sure that this is something that, hey, we know we're a primetime team, that you're not trying to put all of our games at NBC at night. Then you got Fox, who comes in and says, what the hell, 2026, we did not sign off because we do have the rights through the Big Ten Network. We have the rights to determine who gets the championship game. And essentially, Warren gave that championship game in 2026 to NBC. And Fox like, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You don't have that right. So a lot of things that he just did, and then, like you said, T, just said, okay, this all looks good. You guys make it happen without really getting it okayed by Fox, yeah. who is their main partner, the, the athletic directors, and then the head coaches of these universities. So it's somewhat of a mess. I think it'll all work itself at the end of the day. Yes, there may be some money that's lost, but still, it's a mega deal. So you know, if each university loses $5 million on the deal – while that may hurt, it's still more than I think it's going to be right equivalent to what the SEC is making per deal with their new deals. Well, with ESPN, yeah, look, they'll be fine. I think again, the more interesting stuff here is, and well, actually, one thing I don't understand, Aaron, and let me know if you ever read on this. I haven't been able to figure it out, and I'm probably not smart enough to figure it out on my own. I need somebody to do the reporting for me. But okay, so so you mentioned it in passing there, but one of the big hangups here is that the Big Ten Network owns all of the rights that Kevin. Warren was out here negotiating and selling, right? The mm -hmm. Big Ten Network is owned by Fox. So I guess what I'm wondering is like when these new deals are struck, what kind of say does Fox have in that? Does part of the money go to Fox? Does all the money go to the Big Ten Network? I, I don't fully understand that. But like you said, that is where uh, schools are having to pay $40 million back to Fox because they yeah. – took that title game without telling them they're having to pay a backlog of $25 million to Fox for 2020 football game inventory. Mm -hmm. That was just kind of given away. So it just, it, it feels a little haphazard and I'm sorry, the new commissioner, the whole, NBC, the, whole NBC, the whole, yes, but Teddy, the whole NBC deal is not finalized either. You know, like, yeah, they were so proud of, Hey, Fox at noon. CBS three thirty, then NBC at seven thirty. Like I said, like it's 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 all going to happen. Even NBC yeah, nobody wants to play their saying, prime time games at night. Yeah, that that's the biggest issue. Like there are 
clauses and, and, and reasons probably because of weather and the time of year, these schools don't want to be playing seven o'clock games in November. And what teams do you think they're going to want to pick? NBC. They're going to want to pick Michigan and Ohio State, all these northern teams that, like I said, kind of have this whole thing where they don't want to play games at night. They'd rather be that Fox big, you know, big, you know, big noon kickoff, which I think at the end of the day, too, you have to understand with, with all the contracts, Fox still gets the first choice. So if, if if Michigan and Ohio State are playing, Fox is going to put that game at noon. Like they they, yeah. they still are the big boys that run the conference. CBS and NBC essentially flip flop who gets the second and third choice. So you still, if I'm Ohio State, because of the brand and if you're Michigan, more times than not, you're not going to be being put on that that primetime game anyways. You'll probably get picked up by Fox for that noon kickoff if you're playing a big time opponent. Uh, and I kind of like that. I mean, look, I, I'm never going to say no to more big time nighttime matchups, right? Like that is fun, but like there is something uh, very comforting about uh, knowing that at noon we're going to get a premier Big Ten matchup. Like it's just it's how that part of the country does it. It's how they're used to doing it. It's why they're a little hesitant to want to start to engage in these night games. And I love night games, right? But I also love like like you said, Ohio State, Michigan at noon. It's it's just always such a treat at 11 a.m. when I'm still like finishing up breakfast and coffee and getting ready to lock in for you know 12 hours straight. Um, uh, so yeah, look- because I was I, I was wondering this: average temperatures in Michigan in November, high of 49, low of 34. It ain't that damn cold. No, that ain't that ain't crazy. Okay, I thought it'd be worse that than that. Crazy. I thought we'd be dealing with like negative temperatures or something. Um, if Bills fans can go to football games, anybody can go to football yep. games. Uh, I, I will say the, the last thing I'll say is the only person I really feel bad for in all this is Tony Patetti because yeah. here, here's what Tony Patetti laid out when he first got the job. And this gives you an idea of just how much of the actual detail work Warren left Patetti here were Tony Patetti's four initial goals when he took over one integrate usc and ucla by 2024 25 two explore new media rights deal and expanded cfp three focus on name image and likeness and four focus on the official completion of the seven billion dollar tv contract so truly warren laid out the vision and then left the work to everybody else and now he runs an nfl team i mean genius move on kevin warren zach uh, i don't think geez, he's gonna get a bonus job, so I think I think the, the Big Ten hired an outside firm to look into possibly giving him some sort of bonus for this entire deal. Would you give him yeah. a bonus for the vision and not the completion, or are we holding off on a bonus for, for Kevin? Uh, let's see how much anger and vitriol we're hearing from the coaches, right, and, and some of the schools are having to pay back. I guess it depends on how pissed people are, and I can't pretend to have too good of a read on how pissed people are versus like there, there are some grumblings now coming out and, and it probably especially irked people at the time that maybe weren't happy with him to see him kind of celebrated like he was. So once one of these starts, things starts to come out, you know, they're going to like continue to um, continue to snowball here. Uh, So shout out Kevin Warren. He's, you know, magic. I ain't going to be here next year. Uh, He's good to go, man. Um. Mm, all right. Uh. What else should we talk about? Okay. How about this, Aaron? A little Groundhog Day for the Pac-12. Uh. Another mm. day and another headline about how screwed the Pac-12 is. At this point, it almost feels like it's becoming a bit gratuitous, right? Like 
it seems like a bunch of people were all just kind of getting off on telling the Pac-12 how how fucked they are. Like, you're never going to find a TV deal. ESPN doesn't even want you. You're a dead man walking. And it's not that I disagree with that. It's just that we keep lining up to say it. And the wildest part about it is that the greatest of all ironies from a pure football perspective, like the Pac-12 is more interesting than it's ever been. Like yeah. I'm really trying to think about the last year in which I cared about the Pac-12. But for one more year, though. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying there is something deeply ironic on just a oh yeah, truth is stranger than fiction level. Then at the time when every headline just about them being dead, they've got all the best quarterbacks returning in the entire country. They've got multiple teams that feel like they could be good enough to win the conference and they'll be the third best conference in America they have a Colorado a 111 Colorado with coach prime that suddenly got interest like it's it's just crazy that we're all talking about how screwed they are and they look more interesting than ever would you would you agree with the statement that they're the third best team and third best conference SEC Big Ten Pac-12 heading into next season uh certainly on yes certainly on paper Yes, yeah. I think who would actually challenge? Um, I mean, again, though, the Big 12 did surprise me last year. Now, I don't think the Big 12 is going to be nearly as good next year, no. but um, maybe maybe I'll end up being wrong. I could see it. I could see because I do feel like the Big 12 yeah. and Pac 12 were kind of right there with each other last year. Yeah. No, yeah. They're, they're going off with a, with, a, with a bang for sure this last season before USC and UCLA move on. But you know, kind of the article laid out the fact that. You know, ESPN did not do a deal with all these other, you know, the NFL or you know, Premier Soccer. You know, why the hell would they do a deal with the Pac-12? And and part of the reasoning was the thought of you know ESPN still wants that the right to have games late at night. So you kind of you know if you turn on ESPN, you can watch games all day, mostly you know mostly SEC games. And yep. then when you're kind of you know just chilling at night, there's at least a Pac-12 game on ESPN or ESPN two that you can turn on so they can own that as well. But um, I just don't even think that would have been a big enough deal for the Pac-12. Like all this comes down to dollars and cents. If you're only buying a package from a conference to put them on a time slot in which probably only, you know, crazy ass gamblers on the East coast or, you know, people on the West coast who we know don't love football are going to watch. Is that going to be enough money for the conference and the page team? Probably not. So like, yes, this is, this does go back to me kind of once again reiterating my feeling of you, you know, kind of making fun of these people, but the Pac-12 is dead. Plain and simple. The Pac-12 is dead. If ESPN doesn't want your deal, Fox ain't going to take your deal. NBC is not going to take your deal. Unless you're going to go streaming, which these these eight athletic directors have already kind of voiced their concerns with going exclusively streaming, yeah. you don't have a deal. Have we There's talked about uh, NBC just giving it, you know, them finishing this deal without uh, deciding who's getting the championship game? Just really incredible stuff. Hey, boys. Uh, wait, finishing. Are you back on the Kevin Warren deal here? Because we were talking uh, Pac-12. Oh, we're back on Pac-12. It's just the whole wait, thing. Wait, wait, wait. wait well, they so don't, they don't, know, where they, they don't know where their championship game is going either. It's just a whole disaster. Both of these guys. Well, I thought I thought I thought it was already determined that NBC was getting the championship game, but that now forty million dollars is owed to Fox because of that. Yes, which is hysterical. Uh, yeah, no. Look, Kevin Warren was playing fast and loose. Is basically what we talk. He he, little finger. Kevin Warren's got a little finger uh, vibe to him, though, dude. He is. 
He is very good at playing the game. Watching him recover from the COVID disaster was uh, incredibly impressive. And in how he uh, hey, climbed we, that we, ladder back can up. Can we just can we just get you know our boy Colin to buy the TV rights for the Pac-12 and we'll just stream? Yeah. yeah. All the I love it. The volume. The network. The vo- I agree. The vo- buy, yeah. buy the TV rights. Pac-12 I'm, after dark. Buy the TV rights. I've heard yeah. worse ideas. Snaps I'll twelve to California after dark. For that. We'll do live, uh, yeah, live like Manning-esque broadcasts uh, for all the Pac-12 games. I can't wait to fucking call like, ooh, what's the most sicko Pac-12 game you could possibly watch? Maybe like Cal versus uh, Oregon State, Stanford. Yeah, no, Uh, I was well, but Oregon State's too good now. I was gonna throw Oregon State in there, but they're like they're they're kind of legit. San Diego State when they add you know when we make sure part of the TV deal is they you know they add another team, so they add San Diego State. Yeah, Uh, so Cal versus San Diego State. There you go. Yeah, yeah, now we're now we're in the fucking Pac-12. That's how Mm. you know you've gone local. Um, so look, I, look, I, you know what I I'm, 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 and, and it makes sense that ESPN look, Disney's going through it right now a little bit, man. Right. Yeah. The Marvel movies aren't hitting as much. The star Wars stuff isn't hitting as much. Um, did y'all hear they're shutting down, uh, the star Wars. Yeah. Hotel? The, the themed hotel gone. Just gone, dude. The gone. Look, I mean, at a certain point, it's like, well, I was obsessed with that idea. I still have not even been able to, like, justify doing everything that I would need to do to go there. And you know how sometimes things seem obvious in retrospect? Um, Turns out, if people go to Disney, they want to go to Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like, like people don't want to go all the way to Disney and then spend all their time inside a Star Wars hotel. Which, which again is right up my alley. And I think I thought I was like, wow, this is like Westworld, but real life. Like this is genius. How it's, how is it not going to work? And now, um, no. So, so look, Bob Iger was brought in and basically is doing the, uh, you know, the, the classic, uh, I, I don't know where I'm at in succession. It feels like the Roman Roy, let's just gut it all. You know, let's just, where, where are we fat? Yes. Let's trim it up a little bit. And, uh, right now the pack 12 looks like fat. The ESPN, unfortunately. It's going to be a great year, though. I'm looking forward to it, dude. Um, uh, what else did I want to talk about here? Oh, I'm still in the uh, – I'm still in the – just last thing on that. I'm still – I think there's more than a 50% chance that there is movement this summer. I think this was one of the final straws. If ESPN's not wanting a deal, I think these. I think there's a lot of internal conversation. It's the only thing that makes sense of why a deal is not getting done is like – Oh, oh! If it keeps getting done later and getting done later, that means they're negotiating who the schools are. Like, and so we have no concerns. Then, like, we'll just rework the playoff. Then, right? Like, nobody's worried about like, well, what if you suddenly no. don't have a Power Five? They'll figure it out. Makes it easier. Uh, and actually, I mean, four is objectively a better number than five. When you when you're yes. dealing with this stuff, uh, then you know who you know every 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 Power Five gets. Essentially, a buy. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the top four. Power four, too, right? Power four. Yeah. Every power yeah, four power gets a buy. Four. Every power four winner gets a gets a buy. Uh, Michael Campbell says they have to replan and repurpose that Star Wars hotel idea that was way overpriced. I mean, it was it was incredibly expensive, and 
I, I mean, I don't know. I thought it looked cool, but again, like if you go all the way down there, I don't know that I want to just spend my time always in there. Um, hey, Brum, did you see? Wait, Brum, I, I think you might get a kick out of this. Uh, Hit me, buddy. Move over, Ken Bone, because there's a new bone in town. <laughs> uh, do you remember Ken Bone? Is I do remember Ken Bone, Bone yes. Maybe 2016. Anyway, whatever. Mike Bone is out at USCAD. And I can't believe only... we didn't make the freaking thumb Bone Town question mark. With the well, how about mm-hmm. how about this? Uh, you could have done Mike a picture of Mike Bone, like crying tears, like a clown noise, and then said boning it in. Uh, because the allegations from the LA Times article really reads like you're just playing bad manager bingo. Here is what mm-hmm. uh, you, you get a picture of him looking sad with uh, Lincoln Riley looking the other way, bad to the bone? Question mark. <laughs> um uh the the no bone zone um the, okay so 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 here's all the allegations made by people that he worked okay so uh it said that he made inappropriate comments about the appearance of female colleagues that multiple people confronted about it and quote the comments continued uh it said that oh. he just missed meetings that he was expected to attend it really like, ran from like the 2017 b <laughs> 2 bingo card of like poor management and like <laughs> like borderline like 1990s style sexual harassment he was absent from key events, including USC national championship victories. Like, this is wild. If you're an AD and you have an athletic program win a natty, you just show up for the dinner, right? Like, or the parade. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's like one of the baseline things. Uh, it's alleged that employees left meetings with Bone without direction. He shied from different conversations. And then two former USC coaches told the Times that Bone's leadership was the primary reason they left. So the only reason why I bring this all up, because that is like a Michael Scott level of, man, this guy just sucked, is that let it be known that no one awards nothing means anything ever. Because in March 2022, the National Association of Collegiate Directors of Athletics named him AD of the Year. The first time a USC admin had ever won AD of the year. As this is all going on, just last year in March, he's being named athletic director of the year. Nobody. I mean, a, it's, it's crazy. It's he's done jam. some good stuff, though. I mean, he yeah, has done some good stuff from from you know getting to the Big Ten, hiring Lincoln Riley, the success they had this past year. Um, so just like just be a better person, and, and you'd be fine. Because some I mean, of the, I some think- of the moves you've made off the field have been pretty good. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates, to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals. JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. 
JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bowl flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, yeah, so so that is kind of that is that is one of the weird things, right? Is that he seemed to be good at hiring like the big time names that he seemed to hire, but to me, that yep. maybe gave him the feeling that he was impervious elsewhere, right? That like, okay, you know what? I got Lincoln Riley, so I don't actually have to show up to like the tennis national championship dinner, or like, I don't have to take this meeting that I don't want to take. I can kind of walk around a bit more old school, but like, no, I mean, to your point, like, yeah, no, you have to play the game nowadays, especially at a school like that, where can you're I going chip, to be Can I chime in here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this article read like Mike bone. I don't know the person, I, you know, I have no firsthand knowledge of this, but this clear reads like an article by people who hate his guts. What really comes yes. down to is, like, no one liked working with him. No one cares if you're missing stuff, if you're nice to be around. True. No one, everyone has a nice grace for you to delegate if you're fun to be around. But this guy was clearly incredibly unpleasant. Just an asshole. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, I think that is my read. Yes. 
Yeah. Just an no, I think you're right. And 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 I should have mentioned that as well as a preface, Brum, is that yes, like obviously everybody in this article who's providing this information would obviously have reason to want this information out there because they personally do not like him. But no. uh yeah, just 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 weird times and now like a super big time job open, right? I mean, because at this point, yeah. You go in there, and to Brum's point, you just make yourself like, well, bro, you should have a like. You're pretty set here. You got Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Football's back. Like you're walking into a pretty cushy gig. Yeah, extremely cushy gig. So, uh, and your your university about to get paid a ton of freaking money with this new deal with the Big Ten. So, like, yeah, you are you have now been set up to kind of take the reins of. This wasn't like you know taking it from from Lynn Swan, who the football team was in kind of in shambles. Like just think, USC football for the past decade has gone through suspensions, coaches, really bad years, um, and then now all of a sudden you get Lincoln Riley in the first year, you get a Heisman quarterback, and you're one game away from making the playoffs. So like all is pretty hunky dory right now. And also too, like we said, you got a new brand new deal for seventy million dollars a year with the Big Ten. So. Uh, yeah, you're walking into something pretty awesome at the end of the day. So just be a good person. That's all they want in California. They just want you to be nice. That's it. They just, just that's, 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 that's what they, um, be nice and drink smoothies. That okay. Okay. I mean, yes, I feel you that the environment is definitely hotter in California, but if you're an AD anywhere nowadays, I mean, look, man, you're, you're at an institution of higher learning. Um, you know you're gonna have to mind your p's and q's, right? It's it's tough to get away with stuff that maybe uh you thought was cool uh back in the day. Uh, Michael Dallas fan at DC One Campbell says, "Uh, good man says hit the like button." He says, "I'm a Notre Dame fan. Getting a kick out of always trying to join a conference. One day you'll lose forty million dollars. Nah, we doing good over here. Our business independent." Um, what is, we, we don't know. Notre Dame hasn't exactly struck their new deal. Have they new? Not yet. Not they're, yet. They're, they're, I'm sure they're waiting for be all the dominoes to fall. Yeah, yep. that would make sense. Well, Jerry just has to determine the Swarbrick just has to determine if they still want to deign to play sports or not. Right. In this new age of NIL, because they're just so disgusted by the, uh, by the, by the direction of the sports, I, I, I wonder if they'll be if they'll even still want to be involved. Um, breaking parallels, T. Bob. When we go to Mexico for our uh, frog journey, I'm sure Colin will flip the bill. Um, I think you know. Look, I got to be honest. I'm open to hallucinogenics. I think I'm past the point in my life where I want to lick a toad. I, I just feel like I would have an awful anxiety attack as I was puking, and the shaman was telling me just to relax and like go amongst the stars. I, I, I don't know if I could handle it right now. Um, Aaron, true or false? B2B Visor says Carson Beck will be in New York for the Heisman. Offense will average 40 a game. Beck throws for 4,200 yards. Ooh. Uh, yes, I just wish that my co host would yes. continue to put, would put my uh, bet in, please. Yes, Carson Beck will be in New York for the Heisman. National and- Championship team. Hell of an offense, best weapon Georgia's ever had, receiver wise. Brock Bowers at tight end, and Mike Bobo wanting to prove a message that he deserves to be back as a coordinator for Georgia is a recipe for a hell of a season. I 
the closer we get, the more and more I just hope that y'all fall flat on your face, dude. Y'all are in need of a fucking humbling. Y'all are already out of control. I mean, you, you just, and I get why. I would be too. Are you kidding me? Back in 2019, when Elshie was on their natty run, I used to get drunk. Like, I'll never forget, at the end of the year, I went to a wedding in Columbus, Georgia, which is an interesting mix of Auburn fans, Georgia fans, mm -hmm. and I forget there's one other in Columbus. Is it Florida, maybe? I, I don't fucking know. But uh, but the entire time, anytime we saw anybody, if we even overheard someone talking about college football, me and my buddy would drug a leader, ba, 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 da. Oh, tiger! And just start yelling in their face, dude. So I mean, I feel you. I'd be barking. I'd be acting a fool too. But it doesn't mean that I don't want to see y'all humbled from afar, dude. Such an asshole. Uh, Such an Bobo asshole. up for the Broyles Award. Never. Um, Klesko asks a good question. Will Aaron be able to congratulate the dogs in Mandarin by December? Uh <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We're you back can't this even week. Say, you can't We're even say yes in Mandarin. You should have answered that in Mandarin. Shishi. I should have. We're back. No, no. We're, we'll be back after my member guest in three weeks. You know, got it all focused on golf right now. As soon as that's over with, then what we is get yes? Mandarin. What is yes in, in Mandarin? Know. I don't know. You don't even remember yes? I don't Come think on, that's one of the okay. words I learned yet. I didn't learn yes, words yet. You definitely learned yes and no. Because no was like Juan, and I think yes was like Shishi, maybe. was What was hi? Shishi. Ni hao? Shishi. Yeah, ni hao. Ni hao. Do, does your Mandarin-fluent wife really, does she realize that you don't even know how to say yes and no? Do you care about you your wife? What? First off, no, no, don't start with this. First off, we made an agreement, <laughs> her and myself, that she would learn how to play golf if I learned Mandarin. So y'all are both not upholding. <laughs> yes. The first day she took one swing and said, you know what? No, nah, I'm not really about this. And then literally one swing. And it's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, well, you got the better of the two deals. Like you just have to play golf. You know, I have to learn Mandarin. Like I think you got a pretty good little thing here, girl. And uh, um, you know, so kind of, kind of hurt my, my uh, motivation a little bit. Just going to throw it out there. That is uh, some grade A excuse bullshit making right there. And I mean that legitimately. You managed to literally gaslight your wife into saying that uh, the only reason I'm not learning Mandarin for our child is because of you. Because you won't yes. learn golf. Look at this. Now I can't learn Mandarin. You know what? Golf and, 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 my, and Mandarin definitely equal, equivalent <laughs> things. I'm not I saying that I'm not going to do it. I'm just saying that that was an extra motivation for me to do it. If, you know, it had, this all came about because I was playing around. I saw a nice couple with like a six-year-old son and like a four-year-old girl. I took a picture. I said, how awesome would this be if this is us one day? Hey, by the way. I'm going to start learning Mandarin. Maybe you can start doing golf. We'll kind of go back and forth. We made a deal. And, um, you know, neither of us have fallen through. It's been, it's both of our faults. I'll say that it's both of our faults. There you go. Look, happy? My, my, happy? my, my wife has never wanted to play D and D with me either. So I get it. I have fantasies of running yeah. like her and her friends to a D and D session one day, but you know, I don't, I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Oh, Hey, real quick boys on the way out here. I got a corn hub kernel of the day. Brum, are you here? I saved Ooh. this for you. 
I'm very excited. Okay, okay. Corn Hub Colonel of the Day brought to you by T Cobb and Husker. Uh, Nebraska is the only athletic department in the Big Ten to operate completely without debt. Let's go, wow. dude. Yeah, I told you, I told you a few months ago about how Warren Buffett has been a huge husker his entire life. How's that for financial responsibility? Somewhere out there, the Oracle of Omaha is smiling. Nebraska right now building a $165 million football complex, boys, and looking in to renovating Memorial Stadium. Boys, hop on the corn hub hive now while there is still space available bro come on aaron come the fuck don't wake do up don't do it wake up don't make me shuck you okay i don't want to shuck you can we but get some, i will can we get some i will wear some corn hub corn hub merch if we get it made some snaps <laughs> corn hub can we please get we're on it. yes we, we're this working on it now and okay. then, and then have like Are you being sarcastic, you being serious, and then, and then, and then, totally and then, serious. And then have oh, me nice. like on the back, like finishing on Aaron's face. Only it's a piece of like it's a <laughs> corn, it's like a corn cob in my hand, and just kernels of corn all over Aaron's face. That could be that could be pretty funny. I mean, that might be that might be a little too extreme, but I want some fan it's art. If anybody listens to the podcast, I was gonna go like you art. eating a, a corn the cob like. Giving a thumbs up and you're going. <laughs> okay, that's that's, 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 that, that, that. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, you know what they call that? They call that a corngasm. Okay. <laughs> Just go corngasm. That's all I'm talking about, then. Um, okay. Uh, well, I think that's how we have to end this show. So we love you all very much. Uh, remember, y'all, uh, like and subscribe to the volume sports shout out to volume for having us here shout out to uh obviously con coward and the value volume sports network a huge thank you to ryan brumley paul farrington pat gunner danny carnes adam gracia uh chris uh castanuovo filling in last week and um and huge thank you to you everybody who hangs out with us and listens and is in the chat every day we love y'all y'all make this show so much fun rate it review it share with your friends we're brainstorming up some big plans for snaps summer so let's get ready to have uh some fun y'all we'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of snaps getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. 
I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.